are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now you get over into the third chapter, and you'll find that Job, about verse 25, he says, The thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of is coming to me. Fear broke the hedge down. Now, God had hedged him about, no doubt about that. You go back and read the first chapter, and you'll find out that Job was in fear. He was continually offering sacrifices, afraid that his children was going to do this or that and the other. There's a scripture in Ecclesiastes. I think it's the 10th chapter somewhere along there. It says, He that breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Now, that's exactly what happened to Job. Now, somebody said the Bible said Job was perfect. Yeah, in the sense of what the Bible's talking about, the word perfect there means sincere. You can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. So we need to know that it was not God that destroyed Job's finest. And you get over into the 42nd chapter of Job, and it said God turned the captivity of Job. Now think about it for a minute. If God turned the captivity of Job, then that means somebody had him captive and God turned it around to where Job had that individual captive. Isn't that right? If he turned the captivity... The devil had him captive, and God turned it around to where Job had the devil captive and said God gave him twice what he ever had. Somebody said, well, God will do to you like he did to Job. I'm ready because he gave him twice what he ever had. That's what God did to Job. And you see, there's a lot of scripture that can be misunderstood. Before we leave the subject of Job, though, let me say this. Under the new covenant, I'm convinced under the new covenant, it's impossible to have a Job experience today because of what Revelation 12th chapter, verse 7 through 10 says. Let me turn and read that to you. I'll tell you, this is good news. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. Now, how many of you know that some of the chapters of the book of Revelation is informational chapters? It didn't all happen in sequence, and if you want to understand the book of Revelation, you're going to have to find out what is information, because... I used to look at this and think, well, this is going to happen in the sweet by and by sometime. But now listen to verse 7. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against the angels. And prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. And he was cast out into the earth, and the angels were cast out with him. Now notice... He's cast out into the earth, and when Adam was in the Garden of Eden, Satan was in the garden. Now listen to what it says. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Now notice, the accuser, he's called the accuser of the brethren. He accused Job before God. Now, according to this, when he was cast out of heaven, God said, now is come salvation. Now ask yourself, do we have salvation today? Then this has already happened. Satan has already been cast out into the earth. He does not go before God and accuse us any longer. He comes to us and accuses God 
of doing things that he did. He's the accuser of God today. He's not the accuser of the brethren. I'll tell you, Jesus fixed that to where it don't make any difference what he accuses you of. If you've received Jesus as your Lord, that's past, and he has nothing to say about it. He's done with that. But now he comes to us and tells us, well, now God sent this on you. Try to get us mad at God. You see, he's still up to the same old tricks. He hasn't got anything new. I heard a great voice in heaven saying, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. Has the kingdom come? Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. So if salvation and the strength and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ has come, and the accuser of the brethren is cast down, and he is in the earth, the Bible says he's in the earth today, then this has already happened. So it would be impossible for you to have a Job experience like was recorded in the book of Job under the new covenant. What you're having today is an experience where the devil comes to you and accuses God of doing the things that he himself has done, the devil. The Apostle Paul talked about that. He said in the latter days they would give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now you want to know what a doctrine of devils is? That's where an individual accuses God of doing something the devil did. Or where the devil accuses God of doing something that he himself did. That would be a doctrine of a devil. And I'll tell you there's a lot of that going on today under the guise of religion religion. And I'll tell you, this word will set you free when you find out that God's not the one doing it. It's the devil that's doing it. The thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus said, I am come. Say, thank God Jesus came. That I might have life and have it more abundantly. Go to Luke, the 18th chapter. I hope you're ready for this one. <laughs> Here's a familiar passage of scripture that has become a sacred cow to many people. And we're going to kick it over. Let's read from verse 1. He spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always pray and not faint, saying, There was in the city a judge which feared not God nor regarded man, and there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while... But afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest, underline the word lest, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Now, I've heard this for years. People say that, well, now you see this widow and the unjust judge. This is telling you that you just got to keep coming to God and just keep praying and keep praying the same thing over and over and you're going to wear God down and after a while he's going to give you what you ask. Now let's look at this for a minute. How could this be a type of God when it says he feared not God nor regarded man? He qualifies to be the devil, not God. In fact, this is what Jesus is trying to portray to us. I believe this is the whole 
thing in a nutshell. He's trying to show us that even the devil, the unjust judge, if you come to him with faith and authority in your voice, he'll even do some things and get your adversary off of you because of the faith and authority in your voice. Now let's read this. Let me show it to you in Scripture. There was a widow in that city that came unto him. Notice it said she came. Didn't say she kept coming. She came, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. Now there's places in Scripture that said Jesus came to them saying. That didn't mean he came over there saying it, went back and came back saying the same thing. He was talking while he's walking. This woman come in there, she's talking while she's walking. She said, Avenge me of mine adversary. You notice that is not a request, it's a demand. She made a demand by the authority of faith and said, Avenge me, my adversary. He would not for a while, but afterwards, he said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me. Notice the widow troubles him. He's only troubled. He's only troubled now. I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. He's not weary yet. He's only troubled. If she keeps coming, he'll get weary. You get that? See, that's been taught that she just kept coming. She didn't come but once. The scripture didn't say that she did, but we read it in there. She came to him, and he would not for a while, but afterwards all he could hear is that little woman's voice in his ear and see that little bony finger sticking in his face saying, you'll avenge me, my adversary, and he said afterwards, he said, I'm going to do it because if she comes back, I know she's coming back. I know by the tone of her voice, she's not going to take no for an answer. And I'll just go ahead and do it. And listen to what Jesus said. Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect that cry unto him day and night? Now he's not talking about crying day and night about the same thing. Men ought always to pray and not faint. You pray for one thing today. If you haven't got the answer to that prayer you prayed today, something comes up tomorrow, go ahead and pray about it. He's not talking about praying about the same thing over and over, asking God for the same thing over and over and over. He's talking about continuing to use prayer. Then he says, I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. God would do it speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith or this kind of faith on the earth? What's he saying? The faith that walks up to the unjust judge that qualifies to be the devil and says, you will get your emissaries off of me. I charge you, get them off of me in the name of Jesus. The widow is a type of the believer that can go and even though the devil doesn't fear God nor man, can get him to change some situations, get his oppressors off of you, and get you in a situation where you can get some relief from the things that are oppressing you. And that's what he's saying. Hear what the unjust judge said. Thank God we have authority, and with faith and authority you can change some things. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our CD offer is number 7249. It's entitled, Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. There are hard sayings in the Bible. 
and sometimes people don't know how to understand it. For instance, you find in Second Samuel that it says the anointing departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord came upon him. Well, now, the Lord does not have an evil spirit, but yet that's in the Bible. Now, what is it talking about? An evil spirit from the Lord. You have to understand the way the Old Testament is written. The Hebrew mind is this way. If God allowed it, he must have done it. So God allowed an evil spirit to come upon Saul, and he'll allow an evil spirit to come upon you if you get in rebellion against God. But it's not God's will. See, in the Scripture, they said, the evil spirit from the Lord. This is a hard saying, because the Lord doesn't have an evil spirit. But you see, he allowed an evil spirit. We need to know that there are many instances in the Bible that there's things that have been said that are not true. For instance, in Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verse 10, it sounds like that God said, go blind Israel so they can't see, can't hear, can't understand, and I won't heal them. Well, now that's a hard saying. No, it's God's will for Israel to be healed and to be able to see. But you get into the New Testament, in the 13th chapter of Matthew, Jesus said, Their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, be converted, and I should heal them. So Jesus understood Isaiah to say that their eyes they have closed. God didn't close them. That's offer number 7249, scriptural balance to hard sayings. Two CDs, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.